You're listening to Unleashcast, a podcast series on the world of work and what's driving passion and innovation amongst business leaders. This is Nima Sherpa Green, the editor in chief here. Welcome to today's episode. Hello and welcome. Thank you to all the listeners to Anishcast. It's another episode. And I'm really pleased to be joining everyone live in Paris on this main stage here at Anish World with SAP Success Factors Chief Revenue Officer Marin Abajay. Marin, welcome. Thank you, Nima. Great. I thought it might be helpful if you just introduce yourself to everyone listening in your own words. Sure. So, Marian Abajay, I'm the Chief Revenue Officer of Success Factors, but what that really means is I'm responsible for customer success, pre-sales, post-sales, everywhere in between. And I'll tell you, one of the things I'm super excited about this week is being back here at Unleash. I was here last year, and it was such a phenomenal show with an amazing buzz that I had to come back. And one of the reasons is because not only do I get to talk to amazing customers, but I also have the analyst community right here, the partner community right here. So it's been it's been a wonderful day so far. Obviously, that's music to my ears. Um, But I also want to paint a picture a little bit for people who are at home who who maybe didn't join us this year. Obviously, shout out, you need to come next year and join us in America. Um, But you are on a panel uh, later today, which is really talking about the backbone of our community, HR tech. Um, and I like the title, it's about the frontier. And what does that mean to you? Can we start there? Just explain sure. the session. Sure, I mean, look, the frontier is, I think everybody in the audience probably would agree, is AI. Yeah. And it's come on so quickly, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. From last November. Yeah. Um, and matter of fact, when I was here last October, I don't remember even talking about AI. This year, it's all we're talking about. And we've made some amazing announcements um, two weeks ago. And then again, you heard it this morning from Josh Burson around Jewel, our AI platform. And we're super excited about Mm -hmm. what that's going to bring to customers. Mm -hmm. You're leading me really neatly into where I want to go next, which is certainly from a journalist point of view, we've been sent press releases and messaging about AI for quite some time. But as you say, this year, it's, it's crossed, crossed over into that critical mass where now when we're speaking to HR leaders from all across Europe, um, especially, they are now saying, right, I know I need to get on board, but how do I get started? Because it's been quite a recent acceleration in that understanding of we really have to get on board. So in your conversations with customers, Where do they start? What's the advice that you give? That's a great question. So first of all, what I would say is having the foundation in place is pretty important. When, you know, if you try to just pull in the bells and whistles without having your data foundation there, it's probably not going to give you the results that you want. So that's probably number one. And then I would say um, educating your employee base, educating your HR organization is critical making sure that people don't feel anxious about the fact that you're looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because look, what we hear in the news is, oh, AI is going to eliminate thousands and thousands of jobs. Mm -hmm. I think what AI is going to do is change thousands of jobs and make them much more meaningful. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're looking forward to, you know, kind of automating those rote tasks that none of us like to do anyway, 
so that we can free up our brain and actually use it to do the more strategic things. There are two things I want to pick up on there. Firstly, I like that you touched on the elephant in the room, which is certainly my reporting team have found that there's quite a big disconnect in a lot of HR organizations where the board, of course, they know, you know we've got a competitive landscape to be thinking about, we've got our bottom line, but then their actual talent, the people who drive the engine of their success, are, are really quite nervous and quite on edge about that. And their HR organizations that are doing best, certainly what the analysts tell us, are those who address it and have good comms about that. So thank you for touching on that. Um, can I ask before we move on, actually, would you say that this is something that you're telling your customers that you have to really address that fear? Um, absolutely. We are talking about that. I would say a lot of times they're telling me that, mm -hmm. um, which is great. I, you know, I spend a lot of time talking to CHROs. Interesting piece of research that was done by SAP. Um, basically, it shows that people are generally excited about AI. In fact, only 25% of employees report that intelligent technology made them feel afraid or distressed, over 75% felt content and optimistic. Okay. So I, I think bottom line, what we're seeing is employees are going to delve into AI, whether their companies come along or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the genie's <laughs> out of the bottle, I guess, in that sense. Okay. It is. Um, the other piece I wanted to touch on was the fact that obviously we have a very large European audience here, mm -hmm. there's quite a big differentiation in vertical <clears> maturity, <throat> in um, different types of industry, in different size of business as well in Europe when it comes to being ready to embrace AI. I mean, can you talk a little bit about how SAP Success Factors addresses that huge differentiation on, on that maturity curve? Absolutely. And I think you probably know we have customers in all industries, all sizes, et cetera. I would say a few things that leaders and organizations of any size need to do to help employees feel more comfortable, be open and transparent with your employees about the purpose and the scope of whatever new technology you're bringing in. Give your employees autonomous ownership of their data. And here in Europe, I would say that is huge even, issue. Yes, huge issue, even yeah. more important than anywhere else in the world and then culture. Make sure that you let people ask questions, share their concerns, help them understand how the technology is being used so that they can get the most impact um, from it. And you know, one simple example is how do you write a prompt or question in AI that's going to get the answer you want? Well, there's some education that goes along with that. Yeah, I think every conversation with a dark business over the last 10 years I've had has had data sovereignty included in some points. It's just inescapable. It's part of the culture of business there. So yeah, absolutely, really nodding my head along to that. Um, so yes, of course, we're talking about AI a lot. It's certainly the topic of 2023, but seeing as you're here to talk about the next frontier, um, HR tech in the future, where next? You know, What other emerging tech trends do you think people listening, people here with us today should be considering? So um, I want to start with kind of this year. Um, one of the things you hear a lot of buzz about, matter of fact, we saw it on the screen this morning, is employee experience. Mm. But employee experience means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Absolutely. And like AI can come in and be a part of that. Um, listing, listening solutions can be a part of that. 
user interface of the HR tech that you're using can be a part of that. So I think employee experience is, bottom line, a universal theme and a foundation for HR strategy. But we have this group of um, PhDs at SAP SuccessFactors, and what they do is research different things, and they do a ton of interviews with CHROs, with analysts, with partners. And what they've done is come up with a number of meta trends for 2023. And I just want to kind of rattle them off. Excellent. As a journalist. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they'll resonate with you. So number one, um, winning the race for skills. Skills is in every conversation we have these days. Um, So that's number one. Number two, mobilizing the workforce for the future. Number three, adopting emerging technologies with purpose. Not just because we can bring AI in, but we have a purpose as to how we're going to bring that intelligent technology in. I love this one. Number four, making flexible work work. Yeah. That's a big, it's still a huge topic. It's still being, it's being addressed in um, in ways this year that I feel like people are quite tentative to talk about last year. Yes, yes. that's a definitely interesting one. My reporting team is, is, is doing a lot on that one. I like the point about purpose as well, um, especially when we talk about skills and a tech talent crisis. I mean, 2023, it's the EU mandated year of skills. Um, I know a lot of people are reporting on the fact that the EU is desperately trying to shine a light on, please, can you innovate? What other ways can we bring people into all of the STEM sectors? Because there is a, a real, there's a real gap there. People want to come in. So all of those companies, I think, that can demonstrate and communicate purpose are putting themselves in a really good position. So You're absolutely right. Interesting um, data on that one. And um, then I have three more. There are seven of them. <clears throat> Embedding holistic well-being everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something at SAP we take really seriously. We've done for a number of years. Number six, embracing the com- complexity of DEI and B. Yeah. Um, because it is a complex topic. And then preparing people leaders for today and tomorrow. So this is what our PhDs have found or what CHROs are thinking about. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think it's also might be a good platform for us and for me to ask you, are there any customer anecdotes, anything of that nature that can maybe demonstrate to people there's common ground here, you're not alone, something of that nature? Look, this is going to be a very simple one, um, but it has led to massive transformation. It's not only in large customers, but also in small customers, and that is going to a single global core HR system. That sounds like such a simple thing, but it's life-changing for those companies because all of a sudden they have visibility into Mm. their entire workforce. And then if you add in contingent labor to that, so it's not only employees, it's also your contingent workforce, it makes such a huge difference. And that base platform allows you to do so many things that you were just, for example, you mentioned skills. You're now able to look at your internal workforce as well as your contingent labor and see if those skills that you're looking for outside actually exist within your organization. It's internal mobility, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you for sharing that. I also want to ask about 
what you in particular, as a leader in our industry, are passionate about on the horizon? What's the most exciting thing for you when you think where next? Um, I have to say it is artificial intelligence. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. If but it's true, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I, I have played with it. I think it is the neatest capability. And I'm not a young person, right? I've heard about artificial intelligence artificial intelligence my entire life, my entire career, but now I actually see it being put into practice. And I'll give you a stupid, simple example of how I used artificial intelligence. I would love to be on a board of directors. Well, I have struggled to write a board bio. It's very different than a resume. Mm -hmm. and, and I've looked at all these examples. I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna see what ChatGPT will write for me when I lay out, hey, I'm a CRO of a software company in high tech, it came out with the most beautiful board bio wow. that I could tweak and make my own, but it gave me a foundation for something that I've been like procrastinating on for a year. Sometimes it's, especially for writers, it's good to just have a starting point to yeah. get over that writer's block. That is a good example. Very good. I might have to experiment myself, actually, for bios when I'm a speaker. Um, I, and then I, I guess we're coming to the end of our uh, session, unfortunately. Um, but for the, the last part of the podcast, really, is there anything else you can tease for listeners? You know, where next, very specifically for uh, SAP success factors, whether that's portfolio, whether that's um, additional messaging to customers on this topic on AI, as an example? Absolutely. So bottom line, what we're doing, we've announced a platform. Um, that allows us to plug and play with all kinds of different AI technology, but not have the customer necessarily have to worry about that. And our focus with AI is to make AI relevant, reliable, and most importantly, responsible. And so what I would say is there's a lot out there right yeah. now. We're trying to mask the complexity and yet serve up some really serious functionality. Okay. And I'm sure this area is going to develop so much, especially on the responsibility piece, ethics, AI. Yes. Obviously, the UK government is supposedly doing a review into this yes. at some point, and I know multiple other governments across Europe are as well. Fantastic. Are there any other parting thoughts for listeners? Um, just on that topic in particular, SAP created an SAP ethics board for AI specifically. It is world-class. It is being... Um, duplicated by other organizations. And it's something that, believe it or not, we did years and years mm. ago. Um, so it is, we will not release any AI technology that has not been vetted by that ethics board. Fantastic, a very positive point in the podcast. And, and I think music to a lot of the European customers is especially. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Unleashcast. This has been Nima Sherpa-Green, the Editor-in-Chief here. Stay with us for more news, thought leadership, and the top trends shaping the world of work.